Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, and I hope you guys are ready to take on this week because, again, remember, you are in control of how you do take on this week. You guys, it's already like halfway through May. This month is flying. It's insane how, to me, it's just crazy how time can just fly without you even thinking about it. I feel like I was just talking about it was it's going to be May, like literally yesterday. And now it's already halfway through. I'm almost, I'm cruising towards the end of my school year. Just keep moving forward. And that's just the amazing thing about life and time is that you can control how you react to it and you control how the way time feels. You know how people say like time flies when you're having fun. And I think that's just true for just your mindset of that time is going to fly when you're just not really thinking about it and you're just living your life. So just keep on doing it. Guys, we're almost to the summer. Keep on pushing. And this week, at least in New York, this week is going to be beautiful. So if you have beautiful weather ahead, you guys, please take full advantage of it and just be outside and reconnect with nature. It is so important and it's also so therapeutic. So like I always start off all of my podcasts, thank you to my wonderful community, Growth Mindset Gang. I think I'm going to stick with that one. I feel like that's a vibe. My Growth Mindset Gang, you guys have been amazing. And I just love having conversations with you guys about things in the episodes that really have helped you. And you are all such an amazing community. And again, I thank you from the bottom of my heart from you know, tagging me in your stories and shooting me DMs. And again, if you want to be a guest on my podcast, please feel free to email me or DM me. I am down for anyone to join in and have wonderful conversations because every time I have an interview with someone who's on the podcast or I'm asked to be on someone else's, I just feel so rejuvenated. And it's amazing what a great conversation can do for your mindset. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. You are all literally the best. So Also, I have a little news. As you guys know, I'm an independent consultant for Arbonne, which is an amazing B Corporation company that makes vegan, all-natural, animal cruelty-free products for nutrition, skincare, hair care, and makeup. One-stop shop. I'm telling you guys, if you know, you know. If you need anything for nutrition, if you need anything for skincare or hair care or makeup, I got you amazing products. And Arbonne just had um, a conference, GTC it's known as. It's the conference where they go through some training and they also shared amazing new products. And I'm so excited to share them with you. First of all, if you are a coffee fan, okay, they have brought back, and it's here to stay, their pea protein coffee flavor. Now their protein has 20 grams of protein. I always put it in my smoothies and it is coffee flavored and it is a vegan. 
I cannot wait to literally put this with some almond milk and have something that tastes like coffee that doesn't give me the jitters of coffee. People have also said they love putting it in their blueberry smoothies, and I'm so down for it. I cannot wait to try this amazing protein flavor. They also created two brand new energy fistic flavors. And the energy fistics you guys know have ginseng, garan, and green tea for natural caffeine energy without the crash of coffee. They have brought back blood orange, which is if you're into citrus, please do. And they have also added pineapple for a limited time only. So that's going to taste amazing. And also they have brought into a new product, which are these strawberry snack squares that have a little bit of granola, some protein, and some strawberry vegan yogurt on the bottom, the guilt-free little dessert snack. If you feel a little bit sweet, it's amazing. I bought all these products and I'm waiting for them to come in the mail. I am so excited. Another product I am pumped for is their new hair care line. They have new shampoo and conditioner with Pro vitamin B to support your hair. They also added an apple cider vinegar. I don't know why that took me so long to say apple cider vinegar hairspray. It's a little scrub that you scrub into your scalp before your shampoo and conditioner to get rid of all the gook that's built up where your hair follicles start. Because, you know, when you use dry shampoo and hairspray and you know, detanglers, all those products you use on your hair, they get all a little glue gooked up on your scalp, which affects your hair growth and also the healthiness and thickness of your hair. And this apple cider vinegar scrub, it's going to get all that off your scalp and then you can replenish your hair to help heal your heat damaged hair. So I am here for all that. If you need some new lip gloss, let me tell you, this lip gloss be popping, okay? It is a lip oil, obviously all vegan products. It comes in a nice, very clear color, a little bit of a little shade of pink and a dark berry. If you're in need of new lip gloss, let me tell you, the Arbonne lip oils are there for you to make your lips feel nice, soft, and supple and hear them also from being chapped, okay? And also one last amazing product I wanna share with you. If you are looking for a brand new skin serum to help heal your skin, Arbonne has come out with a skin healing serum to heal your skin from pollution, photo damage, and toxins in the air. You put it on after your moisturizer to help with dark spots, decoloration, also helping with to keep the moisture in your skin. And I am so excited to try these products. I bought them all. I want to try them and I want to let you guys know about it. And if you're interested in buying any of those products, I can give you a 20 to 40% off discount. Let me know and I can hook you up. I am so, guys, these products, I'm flipping out. So I'm still in recovery of the shock of how amazing these products are. So if you're in need of some nutritional products to help reset and recharge your body or any skin or hair care to help heal your skin, fortify your hair, let me know. All right, you guys, you know what time it is. It is time for a wonderful doing well daily journal quote. And here it is. The quote simply has is communication wins. Boom, mic drop. Communication wins. And this has an amazing relation to what this episode is going to be about today. It is about the importance and impact of your inner circle, whether it be your friends, your family, or your significant other. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Your inner circle means so much to how you live your life. And what's so important for your inner circle to serve you and you to serve them 
is communication. I cannot express this enough. Communication will change the game. When you don't communicate, that communication then turns to anger, then turns to resentment, which leads to then a huge blow-up argument. You need to communicate how you feel. And sometimes I know that's going to be hard, where emotions kind of get in the way of communication and yelling and shouting happens. That's, that's going to be the reality sometimes. But what you need to do is let out the emotion, but then come back to the conversation and have the logical conversation. Because no one is a mind reader. Your friends aren't mind readers. Your family's not mind readers. Your significant other is not a mind reader. And you are not a mind reader for other people. Things and issues and problems get solved so much easier when you communicate. And as someone with anxiety, it's still very important. Even if you think it may be in your head, you can even say that. Be like, hey, I've been, I, I may be overthinking this, but it's been on my mind lately. I could be totally off base, but do you feel this way? And explain yourself. Because I think a lot of times, too, people with anxiety don't communicate anything because they fear that they're overthinking things. But you never know if you don't ask. Would you rather be stuck in the overthinking spiral or just say something? And even if the communication doesn't work out the way you want to and maybe you weren't overthinking the problem and it is a real problem, at least you know that there is a problem and you're not going all over the place with your overthinking. Now you know the problem, at least now you know you can fix it. If you don't communicate that communication, that issue that's going on, you're going to start to be very angry with that person and then you're going to start to resent them. And it's very hard to return from resentment, whether it's your family, friend, or significant other. Once you start resenting them, it's very hard to go back. Why let it get to that point? Why let it get to the point of you two screaming and yelling at each other? Because you didn't communicate. Also, make sure you listen to understand, not listen to reply with communication. Because I know a lot of us, we listen, but we're listening to be like, oh, well, you know, this is what I have to say. This is my comeback to what you were telling me. No, listen to understand. Because even if you don't agree with that person is communicating to you, you still have to validate their feelings and be like, I understand. I can see where you're coming from. And then be like, this is how I see it. And then you can speak on your point. But you guys, even if the communication's a little messy, at least communicate. Because if you stay silent and you don't do anything, how is that problem going to be fixed? It may be fixed a little messy at the first start of it because emotions, you know, get in the way of conversations. But guys, you need to communicate You will not live a fulfilling life if you don't communicate your needs, your wants, your feelings, your emotions. And if your inner circle is the inner circle that you hope and think that it is, communication will improve your relationships. If communication does not improve your relationships, maybe it's time to close that door.
Alright guys, now I'm going to be moving on to my Medium blog, How to Rise Up Against a Toxic Friend. Again, all my blogs that I read to you guys can be found on medium.com and the link for all that can be found on my Instagram bio. So here we go. Friendships and relationships in general are supposed to be your support system. Your inner circle should inspire you to be a better person, not make you feel insecure. That's what everyone says, right? So then why do we always stay? I have a few ideas on why. One, you are living in the past. The person you started your friendship with has changed over time and is no longer serving you in the way that they should. You are stuck on remembering the good times you had together, all the vacations, nights out, brunches, hikes, jam sessions in the car, and everything else. Number two, you depend on them for something. Your friendship started because you needed each other for something, and the relationship blossomed from there. Unfortunately, that blossom has dried out. You stay because they have a car that you need to get to places. You stay because they have an awesome vacation spot you always wanted to go to. You stay because they have great connections to work. You stay because they know where all the parties are. Honestly, though, isn't that harmful to, on your part to be friends with someone because they're using them for their connections check that number three you fear the consequence of your friendship ending you may be afraid of what the person will do if you stop being friends with them will they start rumors about you if you work with them will everyone know your business because that person is spilling the tea in the lunchroom if that's the case my people you need to leave a healthy friendship even if it dries out shouldn't ruin each other to outside sources You should not be associated with someone who would knock you down in a second. Number four, you have been friends for so long. Time should not excuse treatment. I'll say it again for the people in the back. Time should not excuse treatment. Just because you've known someone for so long does not mean they're allowed to treat you as inferior to them. That often happens in long-term friendships. People get too comfortable and think they can treat someone any way they feel because they have always been there. Do not let that be the case for you. We deserve so much better than that. Our friends should be our biggest fan club, not our competition. This does often happen with female relationships. This competition culture makes women criticize each other instead of women empowering them. Competition over men, achievements, beauty, style. That's not a healthy relationship. You should feel taken care of and pumped up by your friends. Healthy relationships include compliments, appreciation, empowerment, and support. Sometimes it also needs a little tough love and brutal honesty, but you're doing it from a nurturing place because you care. There's a difference between tough love and belittling someone. Here are some signs you are in a toxic friendship. and It's time to peace out, Cub Scout. Number one, every time you have an achievement, they downplay it or also need to note their achievement. They cannot just be happy with your hard work. Number two, you feel like you cannot tell them everything because their response will not be supportive or negative. For example, my boyfriend and I are going on our first couple's trip together and I'm excited about the adventure. The response is, oh, well, good luck being alone together for the first time. It can bring up a lot of big first fights. That's negative. Number three, hanging out with them feels like a chore or an obligation. Every time they want to hang out, you feel like you have to or else they'll be mad at you. Some days you may be tired 
have your issues going on and can't hang out. Life happens. Friends should be understanding and not offended that you are not free at their beck and call. Number four, they make you feel insecure about yourself. This usually means they're insecure about themselves and are projecting that onto you. We do not need the energy, so leave. All right, you have noticed a few of those things have come up in your friendships, so how do we rise up against a toxic friend? Option number one, the easier option, fizzle the friendship out. Start hanging out with other people and keep yourself busy with other activities that bring you joy. They'll eventually get the hint and the friendship will die out. Number two, the harder option that offers more closure. Have the conversation with them and essentially break up with them. Ask to grab a coffee or go on a walk in a park nearby. Find a mutual spot for having a difficult conversation. Confront the issues in your friendship and how it's not serving you anymore. Hear them out as well to see their perspective. In the end though, you need to commit to your decision. Discuss with them how your friendship makes you feel and explain why you want it to end. If they do not understand, that's okay. As long as you understand why you had to do this, do not look back. I had this conversation with a friend in an airport on the way home from a girl's vacation. Sometimes when the conversation needs to happen, the universe just does it for you. This friend would pick and choose when she liked my personality. So she would praise me when my personality worked for her. She loved that I can talk to anyone and always be ready to have fun. She would love how witty I was and said I should be a comedian. These were all true statements. Here's the deal though. She would belittle my personality when I did it and it didn't work for her. She would claim I was the center of attention and was too loud. So as her friend, I never truly knew if she liked me or I was just a friend of convenience. I would be the friend to go out and go on vacation because I was always down for adventures. She also would always refer to me as a work friend. Meanwhile, we've been friends for three years at this point. So on this vacation, she pulled the same show where she would like my personality one day and then that evening not be a fan of my actions. She would also talk about me to other people on the trip. So that was my final straw. She was ruining a wonderful vacation in the Caribbean and I decided that this was not the friendship that was serving me. As we were waiting for our flight, you can cut the tension between us with a knife. Then finally, I said it. I told her I don't think this friendship is working out for me anymore. I do not want a friend who chooses one she liked me. The friendship was not something I wanted to put my energy into anymore. She asked for examples and I gave specific ones. She was in denial and that was fine. She did not have to agree with me, but I made my decision. Since that vacation, we have not spoken outside of the work window. I am proud of both of us about how mature we were with breaking our friendship. We would be in meetings together and it was like nothing happened. That's what I feared the most about ending the friendship was how work was going to be, but it turned out fine. I believe since I was honest and confronted our issues, we were able to part ways respectfully. From ending that toxic friendship, my life has been less stressful and my inner circle has become the people that build me up. It was a difficult conversation, but those are often the best ones to have and solve the most problems. I feel secure and confident in my circle of friends and I can be loud and fun without fear of judgment. Find your people and hold them close. Quality over quantity, truest words ever spoken. Keep away from those who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that, but the really great make you believe that you too can become a crate. Anonymous.
All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed that Medium blog. Again, you can find it on medium.com or the link in my Instagram bio. So again, that completely links to what this episode is about, the impact of your inner circle. Now, remember, you are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. Your inner circle is your friends, your family, and your significant other. And a lot of the times we stay with people because of experience, memory, and time. And for some reason, we believe that we need to be friends with people for like our whole entire lives, that because we met them in second grade, they need to be at our wedding. And that's all well and good if they are a good friend and they treat you right. But if you are with a friend that you're only holding on to them because you became friends in like middle school and you want them at your wedding, but they treat you like dirt, what good is that doing you? You need to surround yourself with people that give you energy. Pay attention to how people make you feel after you hang out with them. When you hang out with a family member, your significant other, or a friend, do you feel more energized and supportive, or did they suck the energy right out of you? Do they make you feel insecure and question who you are? Do they belittle you about your beliefs and mock you? Your inner circle should motivate you, encourage you, and support you to be the best human possible. You guys are supposed to be there for each other. Have deep conversations about life's next steps right? And after you have a really good conversation with a really good friend, you feel so much better. That's when you know. If you're talking to, you know, a parent or a sibling or an aunt, and they are not being supportive, nice, they're belittling you, being nasty, making you feel inferior, you need to have a conversation with them. Same thing with a relationship. If you're not feeling supported or heard, just like that doing well daily quote, you need to communicate. If your inner circle is not supporting you and building you to be a better person, it's not a circle, it's a cage. Right? We've heard that one before, but it's so true. And you need to start making the decision in your life. Remember how you're the editor of your life? You choose the characters who come into your life and who leave. Now, sometimes if you don't realize it, the universe kind of does it for you and it's a big blow up, but why let it get to that? When I had to let go of this friend on vacation, by the way, I, it felt like the universe tugging me, being like, Allie, you need to let her go. You need to let her go because she is bringing a lot of drama into your life. She makes you feel insecure about your personality. She is not the friend for you. It's okay. I know you've been friends for three years. You work together, but maybe this friendship has run its course. And she really took away some memories from a wonderful, you know, um, vacation. So that's why I said something. And then we spoke about it maturely and we had a mutual breakup. But now at work, when I see her, we have conversations, you know, we're just not friends. And that's so important that you have a conversation with someone because if that turned into like a really huge big fight, God only knows what would have happened. But because we both did it maturely and we talked about it and we sat down and had a discussion, now, you know, we're more of like acquaintances and we're polite to each other and we're just not friends and that's okay. But you need to make sure the people you are around also 
inspire you and who are positive and want to, you know, make a difference in this world as well, make an impact. Because small minds talk about people where great minds talk about ideas. So you should start also paying attention to the conversations you're having with people. Now, you know, a little talk, talk here and there, catching up with people, seeing, you know, how life is, it's going to happen. But if whenever you hang out with a certain someone, all they do is pick apart people that's not, who aren't there, think about how much they're probably talking about you to then other people when you're not there. That's the thing that caught me that I noticed that she would, there's like, I was with a group of three, it was like our friend group and me and, and a friend number two, if you will, realized that friend number three would talk about us, you know, each other behind each other's back with the other friend. That's my group. Those three also to you guys are like just dangerous sometimes. Try to have a group of like four, like an even number, but if someone, when you speak to them, is constantly negative and gossiping about people and miserable, that's going to lower your vibration. And then you are going to reflect that energy. So if you're surrounded by negative people all the time, you're going to think negatively. You're going to hate the world. You're going to gossip. You're going to be miserable. You're going to feel insecure. But if you're surrounded by people who are excited about life, that want to go on adventures, that want to support you and encourage you when you bring up a new idea, that support you when you're stressed and like validate your feelings when you're stressed, those are the people you need to keep around. Someone you met two months ago can make you feel better than someone you've known for two years. Time does not excuse treatment. Do not stay with a friend, a significant other, if they are not treating you well. I don't care if you've been dating for six years or if you've been friends for 10 years. If that relationship is starting to fizzle out and you are miserable and they make you feel terrible about yourself and suck away your energy and your inspiration and your excitement, is it really worth staying there just because you've been with them? That's called comfort. That's your comfort zone right there. You're comfortable with them. They've been in your life for so long that you don't want to let them go because you're afraid of what life is going to look like without them. But maybe instead of being afraid of what life is going to look like without them, be excited about what life is going to look like without them if they're treating you that bad. Now, I know family is a little bit different. It's a little bit harder. You can't really sometimes walk out on family. But what you can do with family is have the conversation and set boundaries as well. Because family is the ultimate, like, poster child for being comfortable. Because that's your family. They're always going to be there. And so you guys can, you know, snip at each other and be nasty because they're your family when you're having a rough day. But... You also need to realize if it gets too far, you need to say something. Because you see the world, your mindset and your perspective are very much linked to the people you spend time with. And when you go on a growth mindset journey, but the people around you aren't, you are so aware of how their energy affects your mindset. Now, you always have a choice in your mindset, but you are heavily influenced your mindset is heavily influenced by the energy you're surrounded by. That's law of attraction, right? If your group of friends is constantly attracting negative ideas and hates everyone and it's not excited about life, that's how you're going to feel. 
And it's your choice if you want to stay in that energy or not, if you want to stay in that mindset or not. You have a choice. And I know it's scary. I know it's difficult. But let's say you have a conversation with that person and it does nothing, right? They didn't, they don't hear your boundaries. They don't validate your feelings of the conversation and they don't change. They just say they're sorry and then don't change and still make you feel bad or take away your energy. That's manipulation. An apology without change is a manipulation. They're just saying they're sorry so you can stop talking and then they're just going to continue on with their day. But a person who truly cares about you wants to make you happy. When your inner circle truly cares about you, they care about your happiness, they care about your success, your safety, they want to support you. It's not a competition. And it really shouldn't be a competition, you guys. Just because one friend has a boyfriend doesn't make you less of a person if you're single. Support their relationship. Unless obviously their relationship is bad, then you got to be a tough love friend and be like, hey, we got to talk. But I feel like a lot of the times this happens when like, friends in the friend group get significant others and then there's some friends that are still single they get really bitter about it and they're not excited for the person with their relationship and that causes a little bit drama as well because they feel like they're being replaced you know all those things but instead of you know being nasty about it you can even talk to your friend be like hey you know what ever since you got into a relationship i just wanted to like talk to you and let you know like i kind of feel like you know we don't spend as much time together maybe we should set aside time to like hang out and you know express those feelings instead of bottling it up which is going to cause again it's going to cause resentment you need to talk to your family member you need to talk to your friend you need to talk to your significant other because that's how problems are solved i cannot express this enough from all from my experience of bottling it up versus communicating communicating has got me the better results bottling it up has caused arguments discussion has fixed issues. Talking has created solutions instead of arguments. And I'm not saying every conversation is going to be successful. There might have to be, you know, a couple of conversations, but you need to have them. Friends should make you feel happy. And let me tell you, I hung out with one of my really good friends um, from high school. And we were talking about our wedding, catching up with life because she's a nurse. and I'm a teacher. And we like barely see each other because of our schedules. But me and her were just sitting in her backyard. She just bought a house. She's getting married. And we were just talking about life. And after that conversation... I felt so good. We were talking about each other's careers. We were getting excited about her wedding plans. We were getting excited about my next steps in my relationship. We were talking about, you know, how relationships work and that they are hard work. And we were talking about, you know, our friends and we're seeing other friends that like we used to know in high school getting married and that's so cool. And like how much like we've grown in our friendship. I mean, we've, we became really good friends in high school. So 14 and now we're going to be 27 soon. I mean, it was, it was wild and crazy, but that the conversation was very supportive, very understanding. We were just listening to each other and validating each other's feelings. And she was telling me that, you know, obviously buying a house and planning a wedding is very stressful. And plus she's a nurse. And I was validating her feelings of being stressed. And I was talking about my stress with 
you know, teaching in this, you know, school year has been a lot. Handing in my tenure was a lot. And we just kept sharing feelings and then we validated each other. And it felt like such a strong connection of this is my girl. She is here for me no matter what. And when I left her house and came back to my house, I felt so rejuvenated. I did not really feel any anxiety anymore. I like our connection rekindled as friends. And when you just have a, and I was there for like four hours, just chatting it up in her backyard. And you know, you have a good friend, you guys, when you have like a three to four hour conversation with them and you feel so good about it. That's what it felt like. That's how I know she's, like I've always said, has been a very good friend. So I highly suggest too, is plan time with your friends. I know like in our late 20s, everyone has their jobs. Everyone has a life, you know? And, you know, sometimes you may have to plan two weeks in advance, but plan two weeks in advance. Because in our early 20s, a lot of every friend is like really available because you just get out of college. You might have a part-time job. You know, people are more available in your early 20s outside of college. And in college, forget it. You have friends that, you know, it's your beck and call because you're on campus. But when you get into your late 20s, it's that weird transition where like you do feel very isolated from your friends because everyone's just doing their own thing, you know? But you need to make a priority to make plans with your friends. I don't care if you make plans the month before. It's so important for each other's psyche to not isolate yourself and make plans with your friends, whether it's going over each other's house, whether it's um, going out to dinner or to brunch or going to quick coffee date, right? Because I know we're busy. So, you know, be like, hey, do you want to meet, you know, at Starbucks, grab some coffee and hang out for like a half hour? You know what I mean? It doesn't always have to be this grand hangout scheme. It could be something quick and short, but make sure you make the plans. Because I remember I was feeling a while ago, I was feeling very anxious and my energy was really low because I just felt very isolated from my friends because it was no one's fault, but we were just all so busy with our own lives. And I felt really isolated and I just wanted to hang out with my friends. And then I was like, you know what? How about you reach out and be like, hey, when are you free? And then literally when I did that, I I texted all my friends at once that I wanted to hang out with just so I can like schedule. And all the texts I received back was like, yeah, I, you know, I was thinking of you and I want to hang out. I miss you too. And let's hang out, you know, this weekend, let's hang out, you know, next weekend. And then you start to plan. I want you guys to know, like when life gets busy, don't ever think also too, that your friends are neglecting you. It's just, everyone's busy. So if you reach out, make the initial reach out and be like, hey, I miss you. Like, when are you free? Then all of a sudden people are like, oh my God, I was going to text you too. I've been so busy. You know, your friends aren't trying to hurt you in that way if you're just busy. So if you've been feeling really isolated from your friends because everyone's kind of doing their own thing, reach out and send the text or call and be like, hey, like, you know, we haven't seen each other in a while. When are you free? I want to hang out. I want to grab coffee. I want to grab lunch. You know, any of those things. Don't make yourself feel isolated from your inner circle either just because everyone's busy. It's not, And then you start telling yourself stories like, oh, they don't like me as a friend. They don't have time for me. No, no, no. Don't tell yourself that story. Your friends are just busy just like you. <laughs> just text them and trust me, they're going to find time for you if they're good friends. And you know, trust me, in your gut, in your soul, you know 
the, the friends in your inner circle, who's the good friends and who are not. And I'm learning in my late 20s, you don't got time for the the friends that are wishy-washy in your inner circle. You need to cut that off. There's no time for that. Because in your in your late 20s, you're all busy with your lives. You're buying houses, you know, getting married, having children. You need to make sure that your inner circle, because those are a lot of big steps. You need to make sure that your inner circle is the circle you want to take with you on these big steps. You don't deserve a toxic friend. You don't deserve a toxic significant other. You don't deserve a toxic family member. And even with my family, we don't talk to different parts of my family because of them being toxic. And that that decision came from many discussions and many talks and no changes. So I'm not saying, oh, if you don't like a family member, like, cut them off. We're done here. And it's really hard cutting off family members. But... If a family member or family members are toxic and you've had multiple discussions with them, but no change, and they also don't see the wrong in what they were doing, they deny, 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 then, you know, my family made the decision to not speak to a couple family members after multiple conversations. We used to always go see them um, on Christmas Eve, and it felt like so, un, you know, not genuine, and I would literally struggle with going to Christmas Eve to that family's house and then we didn't go last year and it was such a weight lifted off our shoulders where we just went out to dinner and it was such a weight lifted off our shoulders because you didn't need to be fake you didn't need to be phony in a in a in a holiday setting where it's supposed to be happy and you're supposed to be you know celebrating and it was such relief so if you have multiple conversations with a significant other a friend a family member and they don't change you deserve better. You deserve to be treated amazingly, if that's a word. You deserve to have amazing friends. You're a great person. You're a great friend. And you deserve to have that reciprocated. You're a great family member. You deserve to have that reciprocated. You are a great significant other. You deserve to have that reciprocated. And if it's not being reciprocated, have the discussion. And if nothing changes after multiple discussions, then you have to make a decision. Because why? This life, guys, is so short. Why waste your time and energy on someone who is not for you? Because you know what's going to happen? Let me tell you, you might not be ready, but eventually, if they're not supposed to be in your life, the universe is going to do it for you and blindside you. So would you rather take control of your life and cut off the toxic friend, family member, or significant other before the universe forces you to? Because let me tell you, when the universe does it for you, oh, it hurts a lot more. It sure does. It hurts a lot more. A lot more betrayal that happens because they really want to show you and open your eyes to the universe when they do that. They want to be like, see, this is what I've been seeing that you're not seeing because the universe is like that third person omniscient storyteller, if you will. Like you're the first, you're, you're a first person narrative. So you only see what's going on in your eyes. But then the universe is that third person narrative, if you will, a little English class for you. So they see everything that's going on. You don't see everything. And if there's a toxic person in your life that you don't want to let go, oh, the universe is going to show you what they've been doing. And it hurts a lot more. So if you have a hunch, if you have a gut feeling, that's a warning. Make the decision. Have the conversation. If nothing changes from multiple conversations, it's time to go. Trust me. It was hard saying goodbye to that friend, but we did it in a really good way. 
and now we just see each other at work, we say hi. But now I don't have the feeling of the burden of that friendship. That was really taking away my energy. It really was. And I'm not saying, you know, friends who are toxic or terrible, mean, horrible people. They're not. They're just going through their own things. And they need to figure out those things. And maybe you can return to that friendship, but they got to figure it out first. Same thing with, with a relationship. If you break up and then they work on themselves and they want to try again and you see maybe a change, you know, maybe give them a second shot. But, you know, they're not like horrible, terrible people. They're just going through their own miserable things and it's them. It's not you. It's them. It's not you. And you deserve better because you're trying your darndest. So you guys, think about this episode. Okay? You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Pay attention to their mindset. Pay attention to their energy that they give you. Do they take away your energy? Do they suck the life out of you? Do they make you feel tired after hanging out with them or miserable after hanging out with them? Or do they lift you up? Do you feel inspired and rejuvenated after you hang out with them because that's what you deserve you deserve people that make you feel good about life about yourself feeling supportive and safe start paying attention to the people who are around you keep the people that make you feel good and have conversations with the people that don't and then take it from there I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit of a quick one, but just, you know, sometimes you got to get straight to the point. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at the Growth Mindset Gal, TikTok at TikTok, you guys. Oh, my Lanta. I'm recording this in the morning. Let me try this again. TikTok at Growth Mindset Gal and Twitter at Mindset Gal. Those are my socials, but my main hub is Instagram. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to follow me on Spotify, and you can also leave a review on Podchaser. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week ahead of you, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.